AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey guys, I'm Kaylee Shore, and you're listening to Too Much to Say. Okay, so I try to not get too preachy in general. Um, I know that my social media might contradict that sometimes, but for all the things that I have strong opinions on, I pick the few that are most important to me. Obviously, human rights fall under that category, the LGBTQ community, um, you know, ending racism, all of those things are super, super important to me. And I, I post about them frequently. And, you know, there's usually a crossover with politics because some politicians don't care about those things. So those politicians can go fuck off. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, that's not what this episode's about. This episode is about something that I am very strongly opinionated about, and I'm not trying to be preachy, but I think that education on this topic is really important because a lot of people don't know. And honestly, it's not their fault because there's a really big reason why people don't know about this, and it's because a lot of companies don't want you to. So let's talk about animal testing. Back in 2015, I adopted a dog named Buddy from this organization called the Beagle Freedom Project, and they help get beagles who've been tested on in laboratories, whether it's cosmetics, household cleaners, et cetera, et cetera, find homes after the lab no longer needs them. And it's, they do such amazing work. I mean, like I've also fostered dogs for them. Um, I foster one named Maple, who's amazing, but I got Buddy in 2015 and he was just, I mean, he's the cutest little guy. He's a Labrador bugle mix. So he kind of looks like a forever miniature, um, yellow lab. He's just so cute. And he's got these giant paws that just don't make sense because he's so small. Um, he is a small bean. And, um, when I got him, he was just 
terrified. Like he had just gotten out of the lab, I think three months prior. And when he got out of the lab, that the day he left the lab and went to his foster home, that was the first time he ever saw grass. It was the first time he was ever outside. That was the first time he ever saw a toy or even a blanket. I mean, I'm not kidding when I tell you that these dogs are kept in cages. And the only like classification for their cages and the size they need to be is they just need to be six inches wider than the dog and six inches higher than the dog. So think about what six inches looks like. I mean, that's probably like your pointer finger. That is all the dog doesn't have space to move around. Like literally that's it. And then they, in order to be kept in those cages, like they have to get outside or not outside, but they have to get outside the cage and be able to like walk around like a little bit, but like they don't really care at all about the health of these dogs. I mean, I can't even imagine what kind of person can go to work every day and do that. It, it blows my mind. Like the amount of compartmentalization you'd have to do in order to do that. But if you guys have seen legally blonde where she goes and finds, finds bruisers mother at the animal testing lab, like that's actually like a real thing. And I think that there's this misconception that it ended back in the nineties and like nobody tests on animals anymore because there was this big thing led by Mary Kay to, um, and animal testing. And so Mary Kay like spearheaded that and talked about it a lot. But then, um, people started to sell their products in China. And up until this year, China required, um, everywhere on mainland China, there was like, I think Beijing's on an Island. So they were excluded. Um, don't quote me on that. That's the one fact I didn't fact check. I think it's Beijing, Beijing. Just anyways, everything else I've talking about this episode was, uh, vigorously fact checked by me. But anyway, so in order to sell on mainland China, you had to test on animals like you were legally required to, even if it was an ingredient that had been used before, if it was, you know, included in these products, they had to be tested. And so all these companies that had signed the thing with Mary Kay, like slowly backed out because they wanted to get the Chinese market because it's so profitable. So they changed their language on their products where it would say, not tested on animals Two, not tested on animals except where required by law. So China. And the, the thing is like, it's not, it's not required by law that you sell in China. That's a choice. So they were choosing to do that. They were choosing to support animal testing and they went back on their word, but found a technicality where they could not sound as shitty as they were. Everything's about greed. Anyway. So buddy, was just totally broken when I got him. I mean, like he really, he wasn't potty trained. He was over a year old. He was, I think he was like literally exactly a year when I got him, but he wasn't potty trained. He was so terrified. I mean, his separation anxiety was insane. He had these tattoos on the inside of his ears and, um, he was L14 and that was the only name he had. He didn't have a name. He was a number. And they literally just like, they don't sedate them. They just tattoo their ears with these numbers because that's all they are. They're just test subjects. And the reason that they test on beagles is because they're docile and they won't hurt you no matter how mean you are to them. They won't bite you. And like, that just makes me so sad because like the reason they use those dogs is because they're nice to humans no matter what. Like even if a human is just hurting them over and over again, like the dogs just want to Oh, it's just so sad. Anyways, so he got out and he was very lucky to get out at one years old. Um, the dogs are let go of by the labs for several different reasons. Sometimes it's because they've been so battered and bruised. They're no longer, uh, 
like a test subject in Maple's case, she had actually escaped the lab. So she was a test subject that was compromised because they didn't know what she'd eaten out there. And like, you know, did she just know what she became a variable versus a control and they had no idea what she'd gone through. And I think there's also this massive misconception that animal testing is uh, medical only, and it's just not. And the vast majority of animal research isn't drugs, but it's actually doing basic research and producing genetically modified mice. And half of all those experiments happen at universities. There was this terrible study that was done for a heart medication that was already on the market. They were literally just testing it again. Like a lot of these tests are for drugs that are already out there. And um, basically, this is this is going to be a little bit dark. Like this is the part of the episode where I'm going to tell you guys about what happens in the labs. But I think that that's important for context. So it's going to get a little unpleasant. I'll try to keep it as short as I can possibly do it. But um, so they tied these dogs to a treadmill and gave them this like heart medication of some sort. And they made them run until they had heart attacks and died. Like they literally were tied to the treadmill. And the only option these little puppies had was to just run and run and run. And, um, that was for a drug that was already out there that humans were already taking. And, uh, I don't know about y'all, but I mean, when it comes to cosmetics, especially like I don't want to put something on my face that they have to make sure doesn't kill something first. I mean, that's fucking weird, you know? Like, if they're like, oh, well, we have to make sure it doesn't kill this bunny so you can put it on your face. Like, no, thank you. I will find something that, I don't know. I love makeup. I'm a huge fan of makeup. It's not that important to me to, like, have things die so I can do it. So, basically, in the U.S., over 100 million animals are burned, crippled, poisoned, and abused in U.S. labs every year. And when it comes to drug testing, 92% of drugs that work on animals don't work in humans. So, if they pass those tests and, you know, they make it through all the animal tests, they, you know, after they put them on the treadmills or whatever, they go to humans and they prove to be fatal or ineffective or any of these different things because animals are completely different than humans. Like, you know, there's a, a disease that like we like cancer or something like in monkeys, it, it doesn't even, they can't even get it. Like this one particular type of cancer that they were trying to infect them with in um, somewhere, I think in, I think it was in China, but they were testing some stuff on them. And like it, it, the, these animals have completely different genetic makeup than us. Like it's not the same thing. So they're testing these drugs. And also like, you know, a dog's threshold for a heart attack is, is so much smaller because they have these little tiny hearts and it's just makes no sense to me. Um, so when you're, you know, saying, well, you know, if it's for medicine and it's for curing cancer, it's not, that's not how they're doing it. That's not how they're figuring it out. It's completely ineffective there. And, um, again, 92% of them don't make it. And also another important thing is most of the stuff they're testing is like they'll test a drug that already exists just because the patent has run out and they're like required to do that. So these are things that we've already been taking for years. So let's say the patent runs out on Advil. It's the same exact thing, but they're doing it under a different brand or whatever. It has to be tested. And so they test it on these animals and and whatnot. And, and it doesn't have to be tested. Like it's just, they choose to do it that way. There's so many alternatives. Like we've made so many leaps and bounds in technology that it just doesn't make sense. It's also very, very expensive because you have to like house these animals. You have to feed them. There's, there's so many different things you have to take care of versus just like doing something in a Petri dish. And it's just not sustainable. It's not saving them any money. There's, there's real, no, really no benefit to it. And it's crazy that it still happens. And I just think it's because like for all the technological advancements you can make, it takes the process so long to catch up to the options. 
So the scariest part is what happens to these animals after they are um, done with. Um, They're usually killed by asphyxiation or breaking their necks or just decapitation. So, and when you're talking about that, you're usually talking about, you know, mice and rats and whatnot, but like still fucking crazy that that's somebody's job is to just like cut necks off of mice. I'm sorry that I know that that's gross, but like this is what's happening in our country a hundred million times every year. And, um, the treatment of the dogs, there's uh, the reason I got started, um, being passionate about this back in 2015 was because I saw a video on Facebook. It was the only video I ever needed to watch. And I just saw the treatment of the dogs. I mean, the way that the, the workers talk about them and treat them and you see the way they, they hit them. And just, I mean, I can't imagine like, and, and if that's your job and you show up and you have to do that, like, I feel like it's kind of like the Stanford prison experiment where they had, you know, they assign those people like just normal average people to be prison guards and prisoners and then see how they reacted. And it just went like absolutely crazy. And the prison guards completely just like flipped a switch and became total sociopaths towards the prisoners, quote unquote. It's like that. So you go to work every day, you have to deal with these animals and animals can be very frustrating. Like when, when I'm working with an animal who's been severely abused, like it it can be super frustrating. And if you're doing that every day and, and they're constantly telling you like, these aren't like real things that you're hurting. They're just whatever. They're just test subjects. Like you're going to have to compartmentalize and then you're going to like have this weird dissociation where you're like, it doesn't feel real. And so you're treating these animals terribly. And it's just this kind of like weird psychological thing that happens. So the way that they treat these animals is so fucking bad. And I think that part of it has to be because they know they're doing something wrong, but if they like treat them like they're just test subjects, then they aren't getting attached. And then when they have to, you know, break the dog's neck, it doesn't feel as bad, but, um, and like some of these, like some of these people have pets. So, so they go do that to a dog at work and then they go home and take care of a dog and that's fucked. Like they should not be allowed to have them. And it's just crazy. And I know that it's the corporations putting this on their employees, which is also very fucked, but the whole thing is just a broken system. It's ineffective. It's bad. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. 
It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You know, the argument for medical testing is slightly stronger than the argument for cosmetic testing. Like, this is makeup and and moisturizer and shampoo that we're talking about. And what the fuck? It's not worth it. It's literally not worth it. There are thousands of ingredients av- available that have been thoroughly vetted that we know won't hurt us. And we don't need to take um, syringes and inject them into bunnies' eyes and dogs' eyes to make sure that it doesn't, like you know, irritate them. Like that's what they do is like, there's a lot of eye testing. And so these dogs just like, and then they go completely blind, but they still use them until the moment they can't anymore. So when it comes to cosmetic testing, like I said, a lot of these brands signed a thing to, you know, not test back in the nineties and then went back on it to sell in China. And, uh, the, the language that they, they used to get away with that was, you know, not test on animals unless we're required by law, which means they were choosing to sell in China and support that. And then, you know, just keeps going. And then also they'll say something like, um, this, like this finished product wasn't tested on animals. And that means like that the actual shampoo itself didn't get tested, but all of the ingredients in did under the supervision of their company. So pay attention to that. Um, there's so many brands that are doing so much. One of the biggest things that has happened in the past, you know, few years for animal testing is China actually started taking steps to not require testing. Um, the, the thing they do now is like, it's, it's not required on basic cosmetics, which would be called, you know, considered shampoo or, you know, lotion or whatever, but, um, it's still required on things like hair dye and like specialty cosmetics. Um, but they're, they're really making steps towards getting rid of that. The European Union it has a complete ban on animal testing and there's a complete ban in California, Nevada and Illinois in the U S and, you know, obviously those companies will just be like, okay, fuck you, California. I'm going to go test in, you know, Oregon, whatever, but laws are being passed every day. And, um, the biggest thing that this charity Beagle Freedom Project is doing is trying to give these dogs a right to life after they're done at the lab. So it, it's to stop them from being euthanized. And um, a lot of the labs don't want the dogs to get up for adoption because then, you know, they're exposed because you can see what they've done to the dogs. And some of these dogs are just like, I mean, Buddy was pretty lucky where he just had the tattoos and the anxiety. But um, 
like some of these dogs just come out and like, I mean, you'll have them missing legs and having all these like crazy fucked up things and scars and stomach issues and whatever. And it's just so sad. And then they're at the labs like, all right, we're done with them. Bye. But another one of the biggest things to happen in the stride towards an animal testing free world is CoverGirl actually went completely cruelty free last year, which is amazing. It's one of the biggest things to happen. They are now the largest worldwide cruelty-free cosmetic company. Um, CoverGirl is amazing. They have a line that's completely vegan, which is the clean, fresh um, thing. Now, there's a, like a, the the vegan certification is different than cruelty-free because some of them use animal products, which, you know, is a lot less of a big deal than other things. Like you'd, you know, like you might have like honey in a face scrub or something like that. And honey is technically an animal product by like, you know, or like beeswax, that's a super, super common one in like lipsticks or whatever. And those, you know, come from bees. So that's not considered vegan. Um, but it's your choice whether you want to do vegan beauty or just cruelty free and cruelty free is very easy. Vegan's pretty easy as well. There's some really great brands that do that. Kat Von D is completely vegan and I love her products. They're amazing. The matte lipsticks are like my absolute favorite. Some other brands that I really love are not your mother's and Batiste for hair products. Not Your Mother's has this really great like hairspray. Batiste has like the holy grail of all dry shampoos that you could ever wish for. And then there's so many incredible cruelty-free makeup brands. You have Glossier, you have Elf, you have Causerex, which is skincare, which I love. Um, they do have this one product that's this like snail mucin and it's a um, like a moisturizer thing for your face. And it's like it's like literally made from snail excretions and I accidentally bought it one time and felt so weird about it because like the way they get them is like the the snail mucus and I don't know it's kind of gross I didn't realize that's what it was and I put on my face one time and then I found out I was putting snail juice on my face and that's just like really fucking freaked me out so gonna be a hard pass for me but all their other products are amazing um yeah I don't really know how I feel about that it's kind of like because because I don't do vegan products um I I buy a lot of them but like that's not like the standard the standard for me is buying cruelty free ones so I understand that that's not that different from using honey but it still just really freaks me out and I kind of hate it so um anyways but they do have really good skincare and I hope that they get rid of the snail products because why the fuck do you sell that (laughs) um Fenty Rihanna's line is one of the most inclusive when it comes to skin tones like she actually has foundation for black women because so many lines have like literally two shades and I'm sorry have you ever seen anybody's skin like that's just like not a real thing um so she's completely cruelty free as well as really inclusive which is amazing then you have Too Faced and Tarte. They're both incredible. They both donate to charities that help um, end animal research. We love that. Morphe is amazing. They have some of the best palettes and some of the best brushes. And then you have ColourPop as well. And I mean, it, the list goes on and on. The only really big brands that I can think of off the top of my head that are still testing are Benefit and Mac. And Mac is like terrible and I actually got offered a um, partnership with them one time and I said no because they test and so I don't work with any like companies that test on animals and um, it's just not worth it at the end of the day to support something like that and like getting a couple hundred dollars for an Instagram post is like not worth selling my soul and not worth puppies dying 
So I know this was a really heavy episode, but I think it's it's a really important topic. And if you guys want to go cruelty-free, there's some incredible websites. Cruelty-freeinternational.org is amazing. Um, Leaping Bunny is the standard for cruelty-free products. So if you look on the back of a product and you see the Leaping Bunny logo, it means it's certified cruelty-free. They've done independent research within the company. Like they've had somebody come in and audit them and make sure everything's cruelty free. So if it's has the leaving bunny logo, cover girl has it now it's completely safe. Um, there's also this amazing app by Beagle freedom project, which I use all the time and it's called the cruelty cutter app. You download it and all you have to do is scan a barcode and it'll tell you whether or not it's tested on animals. So that's really helpful for me at a store like TJ Maxx, where I'm not super familiar with the brands and, um, you can just scan the barcode and it'll tell you because it has like all their parent companies in there and like, uh, CoverGirl used to be owned by Procter and Gamble and now Procter and Gamble doesn't own them anymore. So they are leaping bunny certified, but they used to show up as not. And you know, so that's really amazing. Another thing is house products. Like a lot of cleaning products are tested on animals as well. And that's like really, really bad because you know, they're dealing with like making dogs drink bleach and shit. So, uh, I highly recommend Mrs. Myers. I love Mrs. Myers products. I love method products. They smell so good. I use their detergent. They have these little, um, scent ball things that you can like sprinkle in there and they make everything smell amazing and they're completely cruelty free. There's an alternative there everywhere. You don't have to try that hard. I will say Target has more options when it comes to cruelty free products than like Walmart would. Kroger has plenty of them. Your local grocery store probably does, but they're everywhere. I mean, it's really not that hard to find and there's more options every day. I mean, again, CoverGirl going cruelty-free was huge. Like, and I'm so happy because I always love their Lash Blast mascara. And now I can buy that again and it doesn't irritate my eyes because I have very sensitive eyes. And uh, they managed to find that formula without testing on animals. So it's amazing. Um, anyways, thank you guys. I know this is a heavy episode. I put a warning in the description because I know it's not like the most fun thing, but it's something I'm really passionate about. And seeing dogs like Buddy and Maple go on to have very happy lives. Maple found a family in um, California and Los Angeles. And next time I go out there, I hope I get to see her because she's just the sweetest girl. And like when I, I drove like four hours to go get her because they needed like an emergency foster and um the entire ride back like she literally was in the back seat and she slept with her head like on my shoulder while I was driving and like that is how much these dogs love humans even though they've just been put through hell and back by humans and it's just it's really heavy but um there's so much good happening like the, the China thing is huge because they're one of the biggest reasons why the process has been held back. The European Union did that in like 2013, I believe. So we're making strides forward, but Beagle Freedom Project is an incredible place. I highly recommend checking that out. And they also do a lot of rescues of dogs from the dog meat trade over in Asia as well, which like, don't even get me started on that. That's disgusting and really fucked. Um, but they're, you know, helping dogs everywhere and cats and bunnies. Um, I think they have some, uh, I think they had some like goats one time. That was really fun pigs and they've like rehomed all of these animals and it's just really amazing. So check them out. Uh, I hope you guys go cruelty free. If you have any questions, um, please tweet me at Kaylee short, something I love to talk about. And you know, I've gone completely cruelty free and it was so much easier than I thought it would be. And also the last note I'd like to say is like, if you do decide to go cruelty free, you don't have to throw away your products if anything, like because those products were tested on animals and they went through all that, like just you don't be wasteful. Use those products till they're done and replace them with cruelty free products as you go. And I think you'll be surprised to find that many of the things that you have in your cabinet are already 
completely cruelty free. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Um, this is the podcast of strong opinions. I'm Kaylee Shore. You've been listening to too much to say, and I'll see you guys next week. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.